Winter Garden and Fiscal Responsibility. My thoughts on Oakland Avenue Charter. How safe is Horizon West? And this paper records the actions of a young scout from our community. The date is September 1st, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comments. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. The City of Winter Garden discussed its tentative budget for the upcoming fiscal year. In his first proposed operating budget submission, which is tentatively budgeted for nearly $51 million, City Manager John C. Williams said the budget takes into consideration a recessionary environment, high inflation, supply chain issues, and competition in the labor market. Quote, as we developed the budget, our philosophy was pretty simple. Reserve existing levels of services, focus on employer retention and recruitment, and submit capital projects and programs that consider inflation and supply chain issues that will continue and impact the cost, pace, and timeliness of the projects. You see, folks, this is what we call prudent governance. Might I add that the city of Winter Garden, well, they never run a deficit. Uh, Balanced budgets, always. All right, now the wonderful, wonderful, my friend, Annabelle Sykes, breaks it all down, all the fiscal details in this week's paper. Now, moving on to the town, that is the town of Oakland. Pam Dwyer, principal of Oakland Avenue Charter School, appeared before the Oakland Town Commission to share highlights from the 2021-2022 school year. Now, the school enrollment has 531 students plus 60 in the VPK program. Now, Amy Questenberry has the full story, but uh, let's go through some highlights. It says, students continue to visit the Oakland Nature Preserve each week, and the preserve staff works with grade-level teachers to ensure the lessons align. Other partnerships include Bloom and Grow Garden Society. Now, Principal Dwyer said that cursive writing is taught to every student, from kindergarten to fifth grade. Learning clinics also are set up to assist students with specific needs per the child's needs. Now, if you do not fully understand the school arrangement, this school is part of the town. So the town is responsible for this school. Again, we're talking about Oakland Avenue Charter School. That's within the township of Oakland. I am very impressed with this town. I got to tell you, yesterday I was at uh, the State of the West Orange Luncheon by 
West Orange Chamber, the West Orange Chamber there. And, you know, all the town and city mayors, they were there up there on the stage. And well, they were really just terrific, powerful leaders. But Oakland, Oakland uh, really has been impressing me lately. I've been checking them out pretty heavily. And, you know, Mayor Kathy Stark, uh, great commissioners like Rick Poland, my buddy, Joseph McMullen, uh, you know, uh, just a terrific, decent man, a friend of mine, good man there. Saul Ramos, you know, and there's about just good leaders. And that's what West Orange is full of. Let's continue on. Oakland Charter Principal Pam Dwyer continued and said staff has realized the increase in historical topics that need to be shared in social studies classes, such as the Holocaust, the Ocoee Massacre, and Patriot Day, which of course is to say 9-11. All right, you know what? I'm sold. (laughs) Full stop right there. I don't need to read the rest to you. You know what? I love Oakland Avenue Charter based on this uh, principal's testimony right here. This is the right idea. You know, anytime I hear an administrator say that they want to teach history, you know, I mean real history, well, you got my vote. So check out the full piece in this week's paper. And let's move on to uh, down south to Horizon West. How safe is Horizon West? Well, a piece in this week's paper uh, discusses that very issue. A number of Horizon West residents held a meeting over concerns surrounding safety this past week. The event addressed topics such as the Sheriff's Office rezoning, population growth, school safety, transportation safety, golf cart requirements, and the Citizens on Patrol program. The community panel included David Terry, that's Legacy Events for Education President and Executive Director, a great man, as well as other prominent Horizon West residents. It also included some of the top brass from the Orange County Sheriff's Office. The Horizon West area has experienced a massive increase. Folks, we're talking about in 2011, there were 18,000 residents. You know how many residents there are now? Just 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, 18,000? Well, there's 70,000 now. That's what the reporting is saying. 70,000 people in the Horizon West area. Now, that is huge growth. But crime rates have been a concern for residents. Now, one of the captains that was there from the sheriff's office said the lack of resources to service the large amount of area, you know, they don't have the resources. Now, as for the rezoning, because, you know, there's certain zones that uh, cover certain areas and Horizon West is part of a larger zone. Well, the captain said that they're in the middle of you know, this new computer-aided design system through a a new company, apparently, to get all their stuff digitized to this new system, and that it's taking time and that they need to get all the old data into the new system so that they can address the possibilities of rezoning for that area. 
Now, one of the panel residents said that the community has been hearing about that software update for at least five years, and they're frustrated by the amount of time it's taking. Now, the captain stated that uh, he has had discussions with District 1 Commissioner Nicole Wilson about a potential substation in the Horizon West area, and that she is interested in pursuing one in the future, but... um, that the department, you know, has no control over the development of such a substation. You know, the piece goes on. It gives all the details, as always. And uh, David Terry summarizes it, though. Let's see. The final quote here is from him. Overall, I believe Horizon West is an incredibly safe family community. But while our community has grown substantially in population, Our sheriff's office presence has remained the same. Our HOAs are currently paying for off-duty sheriff presence when our tax dollars should be sufficient. I appreciate the captain's candor, and I believe they have a plan to increase services in the future. End quote. Okay, we we will monitor Horizon West um, and make sure that we are keeping an eye on on this progress. Okay, so let's talk about how you do that. How do you stay in tune with our delivery of the hyper-local news that you want? You know, you want to know about your own community. Well, the only hyper-local news there is, you know, where we focus on West Orange, the West Orange community, and not, you know, invent controversies. Yeah, we don't do that here. You know, other publications, they'll rabble-rouse and use critical buzzwords to get people upset and angry. Well, we just simply don't believe in that here. At the West Orange Times and Observer, we believe in people. And, well, only the people. So, you know, I was at a, um, a couple of different events yesterday. The state of West Orange, like I mentioned uh, it was ter- terrific, just terrific. You know, yeah, I mentioned Kathy Stark, but you got Winter Garden Mayor John Reese. Oh, incredible. Rusty Johnson, a Coey. I mean, that guy's, that guy's tremendous. You know, these leaders, they understand the communities they lead. That is why we need people in the community of the community, for the community. You know, not wailing and moaning about national issues on on their platforms and, you know, ranting on about things that have nothing to do with the office they hold. We need to focus on our community. That's what we do here at the West Orange Times and Observer. So, you know, we get enough division out there in the world. Let's stay focused. You could stay focused with us at orangeobserver.com. That's orangeobserver.com. You know, I was also, the second event I was at was at East Winter Garden event. You know, we're doing this great community revitalization there. And it's just really a tremendous thing to be part of. But I was honored to chat only for a moment with none other than the great Amy Questenberry. Um, I love Amy Questenberry. But, you know, Amy's, Amy, uh, I get the impression you know, she's a little shy. You know, I rarely get a chance to, 
you know, really bond with her. I mean, I'll see her at an event. She's, you know, she's always on the go. She's moving quick. She's getting the stories, that kind of, that kind of thing. <laughs> but we, we rarely get to really exchange uh, much conversation. But we had a brief moment at the East Winter Garden event. We shared a, a couple laughs yesterday. And I will tell you, that made my week. I think that Amy Questenberry is one of the most valuable assets the West Orange Times and Observer has. You know, she's been doing this for decades, a true professional who not just knows our community, but loves it. She's been here her whole life. She truly knows, I mean, especially Winter Garden, but really all of West Orange. She has preserved our history. She has recorded it, promulgated it, promoted it. And, you know, as I alluded to earlier with the Oakland Avenue Charter, if you know me, you know if you're a promoter of history, real history, well, you know you got me. I am settled. It's important. We need to know our history. We need to preserve our heritage, and we need to focus on our community. So anyway, the paper is now, I heard Amy say it yesterday, uh, it's 117 years old, I think this month. So that's the true paper of record for West Orange County. All right. Let's just dive right into the final page here. Um, and you know, <laughs> you know who wrote it? Well, you guessed it, Amy Questenberry, of course. All right. One local scout is tackling food insecurity and mental health for his Eagle project. Eli Lopez, a member of Troop 145 at Oakland Presbyterian Church, spent Saturday, August 27th, at Lakeview Middle School, alongside about 30 fellow scouts and community partners, creating a butterfly garden, a vegetable and herb garden, and a counseling space for students there. Now, Eli's project was a year-long effort with Scouts BSA, the Bloom and Grow Garden Society, and the Safe Coordinator and Mental Health Counselor at Lakeview. The project is being built in a barely used space between the Media Center and the 500 building that is steeped like an, like an amphitheater. Volunteers cleared overgrown grass from the steps. They weeded the area for a monarch way station to make way for milkweed there. Pressure washed a brick memorial walk, placed four garden boxes to be filled with vegetables and herbs, and added two outdoor bench areas for classes to come together. Prior to Saturday, Eli Lopez spent several weeks at the home of his scoutmaster, Todd Shaw, milling the wood and building the four garden boxes. Now, I visited that day, and these kids and adults who were helping, I mean, it was powerful. Everyone was hands-on. The assistant principal, Miss Jackie, she told me that one concept they have is to, um, to allow students who are, you know, having a tough time or upset, you know, to allow them to maybe come out of the classroom environment 
and get a little time outside to, you know, tend to the new garden areas, um, kind of have a sort of healthy redirecting of attention, you know, get their hands dirty in the dirt there, feel the, feel the earth, you know, put the, put the phone down, you know, put the phone away and, you know, get the kids in the garden there that they're creating. You know, that, that's a terrific thing. I love that. And she's terrific. This great scout, Eli, uh, who I've known since he was a little boy, actually, uh, he's shaping up to be a terrific young man. His father and I are um, both Masons from the Winter Garden Lodge here. And, you know, we lost a brother this year. One of these benches that Eli's project is um, has placed there in this area for the for the school. One of these benches is going to be dedicated to that to that brother that we lost, brother Steve. Our brother Steve was a tremendous teacher. He was an educator um, here in our community. He was part of the lodges adopt a school program. He just loved education. He loved kids. He loved He loved life. You know, there are so many things, so many things that make up a community, a young scouts project that uh, can last for decades and help so many students in the future. You know, it's memorializing a great man through the bench that maybe could stay there for 100 years. Think of the significance of this, this young scout project in our community that can really make a difference to so many people, and you would never know about it, would you, Um, if you didn't have a direct connection or if the West Orange Times and Observer wasn't there to record it. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer, and until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.